0: at the end of an opening segment, you've just done this amazing activity, and then you just send people into their first prompt or topic. The problem with this is you've missed the most important part of your open. At the Bob Pike Group, we talk about the importance of breaking preoccupation, allowing people to connect with one another and network, as well as having it be relevant to the content. But An activity, an opener, a closer is lost if there isn't a debrief or an opportunity for people to make that connection between that open and the content you're heading into. Today's uh, tip for you is on facilitating those discussions at the end of any type of interactive learning activity. So what we're looking for, what, what are those top takeaways or tips? Number one, I like to give them the questions that they're going to be reflecting on prior to the activity. So if you're going to be showing a movie, let them know what they're going to be discussing. So as they're watching it, they're ready for that scene. They're ready to discuss it back. I also um, ensure that there's a team leader that knows that they're responsible for sharing back. If we don't assign a team leader, what happens is that, oh no, all of a sudden They discussed it and they discussed that amazing question and no one's ready to share back. No one took notes. No one was really thinking that hard about it. So we want to make sure that we have that team leader is another tip for a great debrief. Uh, Another idea is to make sure that they understood what they were debriefing or understood what you were looking for. I do this by giving them an example or modeling or demonstrating what good looks like. So if I put out a question I'm going to give the first response or the first answer. When I do an activity um, that could be either an energizer or a revisitor, it's called sit stand. It's where everybody's standing up and they're going to take a seat and stand back up if it's true for them. So you could simply ask questions like, I've played a musical instrument. Anyone that's played that instrument sits down and stands back up. But sometimes I want to get the group involved with content. If I know what... The three keys to opening are, please sit down and stand back up. This is a great way for me to check for understanding, but also to be able to model and demonstrate. At the end, we can then discuss at our tables, which ones did you know, which ones didn't you know, those kinds of things. But I need to be very clear with what I'm looking for and give examples of what good looks like. Uh, another tip is to make sure that those discussions are energizing. I have a, a lot of different ways to do energizing discussions. Stand up. Find someone you haven't worked with yet today is one example. Another is at your tables. Please stand. Discuss this question after two minutes or if you finish sooner, please take a seat. I'll know you're ready to move on. But we want to make sure that it's not just the same old, same old every single time. Consider using whiteboards. We go to Trainer's Warehouse and we pick up our whiteboards, markers, things like that. It makes it really easy for us to have people taking notes, but also keeping track of who that team leader is. Another is if you disagree with the debrief that was happening, you need to make sure as a facilitator, as the trainer, that you address that. So when a group comes up with the wrong answer, the easiest way to overcome that is to say, oh, you guys, I must not have been clear with my, my directions or with what I was explaining. I'm sorry. I take ownership for their lack of knowledge or for their discussion going awry. I just say, I'm so sorry. What I was meaning to say was this. So I can see how you got confused. I just own it, and that's a quick way to be able to transition. Another is to pull those ideas together as you debrief, making sure that you have a couple of flip charts up. And I always get volunteers to go to those charts and to be scribing on behalf of the whole group. That way, this is content that can live on on the walls the remainder of your session. If you're doing a quick sales meeting, 30 minutes or an hour, something like that, it's really nice to have these up on the wall so that you get that buy-in right away from your participants. What are the five favorite things? Uh, About, you know, what are your five favorite products that we sell and having them um, do like a relay race or something like that. And then following it up with some questions around why are those your favorite or how do you use those that are different from how you might expect to be using it. So these are just a few creative training tips for you on facilitating that debrief and making it really rich Get them owning it, get them loving it, get them using it, and applying it back on the job. Thank you for listening. I'm Becky pike Pluth with the Bob Pike Group. Have a wonderful afternoon.